Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. I do. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell this um, treadmill story only really quickly, yeah, only no, because it's about the gym. It's fine. But You're um, not in a rush, girl. Um, but because it's about a really embarrassing moment. So mm-hmm. you know, we. I know you, know, you love those. You I love, love you them. Love, you only love if people want to tell. Everyone oh, yeah. always thinks they have to tell it, and I'm like, no, that's just my window to break down. Sure. Like, the, that's, any, that's my in. You know, to like make like, you feel comfortable about telling that's me. That's how you any make story. me belong, right? Yes. Tell your really embarrassing story. Yes. Like I'll tell you mine, and then you just tell me whatever you want to tell me. You don't have to tell me embarrassing, but of course I will hear an embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing story. <laughs> so I was thinking about these as I was trying to think of different. I don't know that they're going to be like any grand aha moments your listeners might be. I already oh. had one. <laughs> okay, good. We're good then. Check. Yes. Um, so two things that I find interesting as I was writing this stuff. So it's funny how when you have to take time to prepare, I suggest everyone prepare like they're going to be on your show one day. Okay, perfect. Really, Love it. Because if All they, right, listeners, get on that. Right. Just prepare like you're coming on to flushing it out and start thinking about things that you've heard in the podcast because I went to my room last night for three hours and I just sat, yeah. To prepare for this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just because I needed the quiet time because I was really busy yesterday. Yes. And I had things that, but I just like all this stuff started coming and because I'm 50 now. Yes. There's like some cool stuff that happens in my head that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. So I, I suggest it. everyone prepare because it really lets you deep dive into your stuff a little bit. Yeah. And maybe the things you thought you were hanging on to, like my treadmill story, Ooh. aren't really like that that thing. Ba- that thing anymore. They were for a yes. while, but not anymore. So yeah. treadmill, two stories, treadmill and and my dance team experience. So when I was at um, VCU and I got the nerve up to try out for the dance team, there was never a dance team there before. It was the first year they were going to have one. And I couldn't even believe it. I decided I wanted to do it because of that, again, I've been, I also danced a lot of my life, but I was terrified to be in front of people. I would like find an ankle twist all day long. So I didn't have to do a performance. I mean, it's, oh, no. uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I think I hurt my oh, fake no. hurt myself. So, yeah. Cause I didn't want to be in front of people. <gasps> Terrible. So the rule was if you were trying out for the dance team, I'll try to make these quick, but that's important. So I hope somebody finds like stuff with it. You're fine, okay, girl. Okay. You just sit just back, you guys. Back. Get your coffee. I'm yes. getting ready to tell some long stories. I love it. Um, so you had to wear um, – it was like that eight, 1988 time period of like a booty short. So uh-huh. it was kind of like the things you wear under a majorette skirt. So you had to show your body. You mm-hmm. had to go wear like a fitted tank top and like a booty short so they could see see what you look like. And I knew that because that was the rule that you had to do to go stand in front of all these people and do the thing while they so judged you, which is absolutely my biggest nightmare – to this day. That is also To be mine. judged in front. The only person I want to be judged in front of is the big man upstairs. And hopefully I've done it all right down yes, here by the time girl. I get there. So I knew the rule. And this is what's so crazy when you look back on it. Like I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to draw attention to myself. I was really self-conscious about my thighs. And I was terrified to be at an art school and try out for the dance team because there was, ton- there was a dance school. So there was tons yeah. of dancers. So I chose – it took me like an hour. I remember doing this. These Umbra, which was soccer team shorts. Remember those, right? And they were like kind of see-through material. material. Yeah. And so like, as a girl, you kind of thought you were sexy when you were wearing those because they were a little bit like – they were soccer shorts, but they were kind of like – sometimes you could see through them a little mm. bit. So you'd wear like your little biker shorts under them. So I'm like, well, I'm going to wear these little booty shorts, kind of, but they were really my underwear. <laughs> and I'm going to put these white Umbra things on over them. So then I'm going to pretend like I forgot. This, this is a legit story. I'm going to pretend like I – didn't know that you were supposed to wear this. 
even though I knew. And I'm going to go to the tryouts in front of like 15 judges. And there's like 150 girls that tried oh out. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to get up in this line with these umbrella shorts on because I don't want to show my legs. And it'll be fine because I'll just tell them I forgot and they'll be like, okay. And then we'll move on. Girl, the thing that I was trying to avoid. First of all, I went to all that length. Like, everyone yeah. else was going to be in there. And surely there was going to be, like, skinny people, big people, short people, they, whatever. You're not the only I one the only insecure. One. That was, like, yeah. the thing you had to do. Anyway. But when you were that age, you don't – you no. can be so – So I thought tell it was a that, much better idea you. to be the only girl who showed up in freaking umbro shorts. To try to, 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 try hide. to hide. You wanted – you wore the one thing that no one else was wearing. So much to the point that I'm in the lineup, like, round two of 30 girls – to have to dance off to get like annihilated one at a time. Yeah. That the lady, the lady comes up from behind the counter, one of the judges walks up to me in front of everyone watching and whatever. What are these? Like it was a scene. So the person who's trying to hide my fat legs mm-hmm. from everyone that doesn't want people to see me so that I can just dance and then not get, not make the team and leave now like the show has stopped the spotlight is on me in my umbro shorts and she asked me if i can take them off and i go no because my underwear and i purposely wore underwear so that i could not take my shorts off like this is the length to which i went to try out for the thing i wanted to do ridiculous, ridiculous. self-sabotage totally yes totally because i was so freaking insecure hmm but you ha- but how did you get there, though? I don't even know that. Like, because I, I feel like I maybe was I was insecure. hungover from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Like that, the fact that I even showed up, I'm not even sure how yeah. that happened. But yeah, like to show up and then do that. Like, what is that even about? I don't know. I probably yeah. need therapy for that. But anyway, oh, well, it's good. So, though. well, this is like you know, we're starting there. This is right. like beginner's therapy. <laughs> right. So you know, somehow, lo and behold, I made the daggone dance team because you're after awesome. All that shenanigans. I don't even know. I would have just fired my tail for wearing the umbro shorts. <laughs> I've been like, you can't. You are you are uncoachable. You cannot make this team because you didn't listen no Um, they saw the greatness in you but i continued to fall down the rabbit hole because i made it with all dancers that were in school for professional dance and one girl i was thinking about this the other day who was deaf Mm -hmm. now she couldn't hear the music so who do you think struggled more me with my umbro fat leg shorts on or the chick that couldn't hear Mm -hmm. that had to feel the beat in the wood floor she had enough nerve to stay in there and she's always like a touch off beat like a Mm -hmm. 16th of a count but then she learned that she was always off because the teacher would tell her so she would always start a little bit early so that's how she corrected her her disability her inability or her Uh whatever and what did i do um i think i probably faked a um twisted ankle so i never had to perform wow that's the first time i ever told that story by the way that part i never told anybody that was that's what happened Yeah. yeah so like when i look back on that i'm like really like, you made it with these people. doesn't mean you're as good as them, but, like, it was the first year. It was a dance team. You yeah. got on it. You really wanted to do it. You love to dance. Yeah. And you continue. And part of it was because of support and relationships that I had that weren't supportive yeah. of it and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other podcast. But mm. that was, like, the meatier part of it, like, that there was a relationship that I was in at the time who thought all the other girls that were on the team were great but didn't have much to say to me about it. It's very bizarre, very bizarre. But I allowed that to get in my head Mm -hmm. and then change the perspective. And meanwhile, the girl who had a hearing problem, who was an amazing, just a great person, always smiling, tried so hard, Mm -hmm. nailed it. She just freaking nailed it, kept on going. So that was like a really big takeaway as an adult to think back on like there are people who the struggle is real 
and they continue yeah. to stick with it and, and have that fortitude. So anyway, that's the, that's the short However, story. I will actually give you some credit that your struggle was real too, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So because it's we get into a dangerous place, comparing ourselves yeah, can right. be good and bad. It can be good to kind of maybe just remind us that everyone has something, mm-hmm. but you still because um, Allison was on here a few weeks ago and sharing because um, her son ha- has a form of dwarfism, and we were she was saying like it's easy for us to put off our problems because other people have problems. Mm-hmm. But you kind of just touched upon oh, that. Yeah. You said you were dealing with a lot oh, of and stuff. Oh, I and mean, it was. And everybody knows that. Like, you can always yeah. compare to someone who's got a bigger problem than you feel yeah. really silly about your problem. But in your life, yeah. your reality, your kids sleeping in your bed, me wearing those shorts, yeah. that was real for me. Like, it was made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. It was traumatic. Clearly, I'm why, still talking about no, it. No, but so, that's yeah. the, that's when you joked about, like, with therapy. But that's why, like, I think it's, it's okay to – Take a minute and like for people to hear this, for you to be willing to share, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. like, and for us to kind of just take a minute and pause on that is like, you know, to not get sucked into the comparing because right. you were struggling and like, why were you self-sabotaging? And then, you know, we don't have to go into all this today, but like you go into those things. I was so afraid of like not belonging or not looking yeah. good enough. And so maybe that's, I think also then what has happened is because that particular experience, I know what it felt like to feel like I didn't belong even yeah. in the tryout. Then I made myself more not belong by doing yeah. that thing yeah. with the shorts. And then I continued to tell myself, well, this is a now you've made it. That wasn't good enough. Still not, Still not yeah. enough. You're in there with dancers. Now you're not good enough. You're always going to be less than. So I think now when I go into these fitness rooms, I realize there's a room full of people. And some of them I'm going to be able to see right away, like my friend whose head was down, that they don't feel yeah. like they belong. And other people – you don't know they don't feel like they that they don't belong until you just pay more attention to them or get to know them. And so I realized that every class that I teach, there's going to be someone who's not feeling like yeah. they want to be there or should be there. But had you not had your Umbro shorts, shorts experience, experience that's right. you may not have noticed the girl the, in the corner. That's right. Because you knew she was trying to hide. Mm-hmm. And now we know, oh, if she really wanted to hide, she shouldn't have been so obvious next right. to the door. door. <laughs> like, girls, right. like, scoot a few bikes over. <laughs> make Go a, in the other corner, which is completely dark. Yeah, right. and then just get up and leave. That's but right. But, like, so, and I'm wondering, too, the woman, like, whoever had your back, someone could have said, look at her wearing this. She just wants to stand out. Mm-hmm. She's just trying to be different. Mm-hmm. But someone, I bet, saw you oh, and I'm said sure – She's not wearing those shorts to stand out. She's wearing those shorts to hide. And they saw that and they knew that. Right. And that's for us. Like you said, when we're not in a good place, we don't see Mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. You were in a good place in your workout class. Yeah. And so you saw saw her in the corner instead of – why she's being so rude? She's just going to leave my class because right. it's all about you. It's all about me, right? Right. So right. Th- that life experience like yeah. came full circle. It did. It really did. It really did. So if I can help somebody else have that, wow. and then the next piece is the treadmill story, and then um, we can go on from there. But so the treadmill <laughs> was that. This is my embarrassing moment. That is so like the flip of the sh- of the short story, right? So clearly, like you're trying to hide or hurry up and get out, or like the girl by the door, like you want to leave when you do something embarrassing yes. or whatever. So. I was at Lifetime in Centerville, and it was like Easter Sunday, I think. So the gym had a lot of people, and I was running on the treadmill doing like this um, Tabata sprint workout. So I had the treadmill turned up really, really high. Uh-huh. 
and then you run as fast as you can for 20 seconds, and then you jump your feet off the sides for the 10-second rest, and then you, like, lever up and drop your feet back down and take off. That sounds like my personal hell, but please continue. <laughs> well, it ended up being mine, too. Oh, my God. So the treadmills are, like, lined up, and then behind me is, like, steppers and some other cardio equipment. And there's a good handful of people in there because it was, like, Sunday before Easter dinner. So I'm getting there, and I've got – um Christina Aguilera is blaring in my headphones. I got that sucker. You can hear the, the treadmill yes. is rolling, boy. And I'm like, Brrr. I'm not a fast runner, oh. but, I, you know, it makes you feel like you are because it sounds like yeah. it is. And then the music is jamming. I'm popping my feet off. And um, I don't know. I probably – so you have to do eight in a Tabata workout. It's eight 20-second intervals with 10 seconds of rest. <laughs> and so by the time you get to, like, four, your rest just flies by. And you're not always – depending on whatever the thing is that you're doing for the Tabata, you're not quite ready to go back at it again. Yeah. But you have to because the buzzer goes off. So, and this is just so the truth. So just if, if listeners, you can just close your eyes and imagine this. And if you've ever seen, well, I'm not going to give it away yet. So <laughs> oh, we all know where, it's yeah, going. You know where it's going. We know where it's going. Um, it's like the Jetson, George Jetson on his treadmill. <laughs> so I looked at, I looked that gif up this morning. Have you seen it? Oh my oh, gosh. No. You have to pull it up. All right. We'll have to pull yeah. it. We'll put it it's on the, totally George it Jetson out. on the treadmill. So I love it. I'm on like four or five Tabata. I pop my feet on the thing. Now, the story that I told mm-hmm. was that my foot, that my knee gave out. Yeah. My knee did not give out. It yeah. didn't give out. I'm just going to be honest. It yeah. didn't give out. But I had Place to tell honesty. that because it was so yeah. embarrassing. That had to get you over the hump to be able to, to tell even, the yeah. first time. That's right. Yeah, That's just right. like Because like, if something them. physically happens to you when you're like killing it like that, then it's like, okay, it's not it made fault. sense that this is getting ready to happen. But yeah. when, no. So what happened was... I don't think I put my foot completely on on the belt. So one foot went on the belt, and the other one went on the belt in the part where I was yes. standing. Girl and boy, I <sighs> shot off the back of that treadmill <laughs> like a freaking oh potato gun. Potato coming out of a potato gun. Now, here's the part that makes no sense oh. for the person who then wants to, like, anybody wants to go hide. I grab on. <laughs> I swear I am not making this up. Hand on the Bible. Grab on to the poles of the treadmill. Now I'm laying. I'm off the treadmill, and it is going at like whatever that mock speed is that oh I had it on. And I'm trying. <laughs> I had to finish my workout. Christina was still singing, so I am pulling my legs to get back up on this treadmill that is like. <laughs> Mind you, there's like 14 people behind me that I, that I realized were watching this happen on Easter Sunday. I can't get my foot up because I'm way off of it, but yes. I am like almost making my leg so the end of the treadmill is catching my shin oh every my time. Gosh. Both of them. Oh no. I don't know why somebody just did they probably did scream, let go. I think <laughs> this lady did say because <laughs> but I had earphones on. Oh, you were holding, holding on. Yes, I'm holding on to the poles. Like no, I'm down. Like the treadmill is like here. Oh. My legs are hanging off of the carpet and I'm trying to drag my leg back up on to step on <laughs> to the treadmill and get and go. To you didn't let go to just let it finish no, shooting I'm you on. off. No, 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 oh no, my no, no. Gosh. So every time I go to bring my leg back up, the treadmill is oh my shins. Yes. Are you I'm, wearing pants or shorts? No, I'm wearing booty shorts. Oh. That was back in the day when I was young and I could wear them. I'm oh, wearing booty shorts. You can still wear booty shorts, oh, no. girl. Mm-mm, there's a lot of booty. Well, so there anyway. was skin? Oh, my I didn't gosh. know this yet. I did not know this. Somehow in my adrenaline. mind, I had not even realized that anything was even wrong with me other than that I was humiliated that I was fell off the freaking treadmill and that I was still hanging. And part of my head was going, let go. And I wouldn't. I was like in this hyper zone yes. of like endorphins. And I'm like, I've got three more Tabatas. Christina's not done. I got to get up here and finish this. I get myself back up. I'm like freaking Terminator. Lean. Back up on the thing. Oh. And I'm running. And I finished all the rest of my 
three Tabatas. <laughs> Meanwhile, my shins are on fire. Like I'm like t- tears are now coming out of my eyes, not mm-hmm. because I'm crying, but because physically like the pain is inflicting tear. Yes. It's that level and of I'm pain. Like, I can't really breathe. I'm like, okay, I've got, I've really got to get off. So I like arrow down the treadmill and I didn't even want to look down because they were so, they hurt so, so bad, bad. I was afraid to look. <gasps> So I, I can't believe you finished your workout. I can't either. I can't, I'm still. St- I'm like what? Umbro shorts. It fin- got back up on that treadmill. Oh like my don't gosh. just run out of the gym and jump in my car. I'm gonna stand back up in front of everybody. <gasps> so I get off the treadmill, and I turn around, and as I like t- like my eyes go from the person that's on the stepper, and she takes her headphones off, and she's like, "I'm a nurse. Do you, you need me?" I look down, <gasps> and there is like flesh oh, and blood. Uh. I literally at this point now I can't walk because now I've seen it. So I'm like bent at the knees and I'm like in the air is stinging it so bad. This trainer comes and he literally like looks like all around the room. Like if anyone sees her, this we're going to get sued. And he sweeps me into the room and then I just completely lost it. Like I just start like shaking, like almost in shock. And he's like, what in the, sorry, hell happened to you? you He's like, what in the hell happened? Where, where did you come from? And I'm like on the treadmill. He's like, you know, what? And I looked down and I mean, it was oh, just, it was disgusting. I'm so uncomfortable. And the people's faces on the just Like mine right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, I want to throw up. I want to throw up. The looks on there, they're on the steppers and they're just like, oh, like they had just seen the scariest Halloween thing ever. Oh, so I don't even know. It was so bad. I can't believe you finished. I mean, you her shins are gone. Oh she my has gosh. no shins no, left. No, I'm not talking about She's... like, I'm being dead honest. I like know. it's like I popped off and it's like a little oh, sh- no, mean. I, I can't believe you actually crawled back on and got back to a full sprint me either while it's going full speed no i know that's i, I think i'm a, maybe I'm i an had athlete. to chime in Sorry. i think you are you are. i'm an athlete and i didn't even know you it. Um, are oh, yeah you're an athlete i just can't oh. i can't but i was so freaked so embarrassed that i'm like i just it's kind of like you know when you go to um everyone does this don't lie that you don't because i know everybody does okay. you know when you're like walking somewhere like across the street on the sidewalk and you trip and then you start jogging <laughs> Maybe. You trip, but you don't actually fall. No, no, you just like stumble over your feet, but then you just break into like a little jog. Oh. Well, see, Do I don't. Not, well, you see, don't I do don't that? jog. Oh, I mean, so like, I have a different defense mechanism. Mine is I fall, and then I look around like, "Yeah, did anyone <laughs> see that? That I was don't, hilarious." I don't start jogging. I look around like, "Oh yeah, something well, was on the ground." Oh, who, and put, who put that there? Right, right, right. Who put that right, there. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like that. So you are an athlete because your instinct is to run. <laughs> well, no, it's just to make it like I like, like I oh, meant to do oh, that. Like oh. I meant to like have that misstep. Oh, like you're going to look and see oh. if the yeah. invisible thing is on the ground that right, you tripped right. over. Yes. No, I'm going to yes. act like oh yeah, I was just walking in my heels and I just started to break into a light jog on the just, you know just a couple steps. And I'm not a klutz, I swear. <laughs> right. I swear. I guess I just know, but I I'm still just I can't. So I think I was just so humiliated. That the humiliation, which is so, like, it overcame yes. me. It wasn't really about finishing the workout because I am not that much of a diehard. Like, honestly, yeah. if I, like, smush my finger, I'm like, oh, okay, that's enough of that. Like, I think I was just oh. so, I didn't want to turn around and see who had just seen that. So I'm oh. like, oh, it was really wasn't that big of a deal. Meanwhile, it was like, oh, like, it was just, like, I can't even imagine what that must have looked like to everybody else. Right. This woman has ripped the flesh off, off of her, her shins. shins. I'm still, I'm not over Climbed it. back on. There's blood everywhere. everywhere. Oh, my gosh. But see, now that's like a sport. That's like the tough mudder now. So now it's nothing. Like, people do That was the, the tough oh, treadmiller. Yeah. The <laughs> tough treadmiller. Oh, my gosh. So when you were starting the story, I said, Amy, we all know where this is going. 
Where did you think it was going? There? I thought you were just going to fall off the treadmill, oh, no. like Taylor yeah, Swift in her commercial. Yeah, I expected like boom, I oh, put a hole yes. in the drywall no, behind it. No, this that's, is so much worse. Oh, yeah. We did not know where this story yes. was going. Oh, my so the worst part, one of the worst parts, was like then I came home and I had to take a shower. Oh no, no! And I was in the bathroom like crying. Oh, oh. it was so. Thank God I didn't need stitches, but it was like oh bad. And we had like a, a formal event we were supposed to go to that weekend and I had had a short dress and then I nope. had to buy a long thing and then I had to literally like bandage, bandage with and then put like garbage bags. It was terrible. Oh my it God. was awful. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't get like infected and they had to take my legs off. But oh, oh on a treadmill, like, ooh, imagine the funk that's ooh. on those things. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. So I just like was thinking about that whole story and, and kind of like where I'm trying to continue to go to now because I still have that tendency. I don't. My self-confidence is certainly better as of age just because I realize the people who care about me care yeah. about me. And so yes. the people that don't care about me, they, they don't not care about me. They're just more concerned about themselves. So mm-hmm. I've re- kind of removed like that it's anything is about whether yeah. it's me or not. It's not that they don't care about you because you're not, quote, good enough or doing enough or this enough. It's just They're they just have their own stuff. They're more their own self. Yeah, yeah they have their stuff. own stuff. Yeah. Is that um, I'm really trying to like use that treadmill thing as an example of – continuing to go forward no matter how hard something is Mm -hmm. and to just like literally keep getting back up until you need medical attention (laughs) (laughs) don't quit until your shins are literally falling off until like the tree until you triage or something i don't know but like like i just thought like you could also use that as a story of no one to let go that's right no one to let go that's good (gasps) i didn't think about that yes see we always this is my teamwork girl like right yes work hard like, yes. you know, get back up, keep going. Don't. But then also no one to let don't go. Don't quit until you need medical attention, attention. but know when to let go. go. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Because there's people really we need to let go of. Oh, there's yeah. people's opinions we need to let oh, go yeah. of. There's a lot we need to shed. But, yep. you know, there's also a lot we need to keep getting back up and that's doing, right. though. Ooh, that's so. such a good balance. Yeah. That's so true. That's a great that's a story. That's a great moment right there. There you go. <gasps> that is a great story I, you well, need to share. You. And I think you could wrap all that because the takeaways for everyone is like, yeah, you got to get back up. But, yeah, you know. That's good. Not at the expense That's of good. your own legs. <laughs> had so, they not gone away. Oh I love gosh, that. Yes. So yeah, me and the gym have had, you know, our rounds over the past two or three decades. Oh but, my gosh, that's amazing. You know, I don't run I don't run on the treadmill like that anymore. Oh my I could never. I I um this is a random story that doesn't need to make it, but um, my parents, oh, <clears throat> it's on you, now. you know, those, um, you know, those, it's on like a made for TV. It's the infomercial and it's a, a chair and it's like an inflatable thing. You fill it up with air at the beach and you roll it oh, over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just this like, infl- it looks like an inflatable chair and you just do it. So anyway, the other day we were at my son's baseball game and there was a, you know, I don't know, 12 year old type of girl sitting on one. So we're talking about it. And I said, I bought one like that, but I couldn't get it filled up with air. And she said, well, all you have to do is open it up and you just run, run, and it fills up with air. And I was like, I think my problem is I don't run fast <laughs> enough, so it's just not picking up the air it needs to. It's like I'm kind of just it's opening like a, a trash kite. bag. Like yeah. Kite. It's just like, <laughs> like <"Whoa." laughs> So I'm like, and sure enough, I see her like running up and down, and I'm like, yeah, I don't run fast enough. She's, she's filling up like 20 chairs. Yes. And- <laughs> I'm like, Whoop. I can't do that. Um, that's so oh, that's great. Funny. That's I funny. love hearing. Thank you for taking us a walk down oh memory gosh. lane and sharing like a, a a window into your beautiful soul. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I just want to let people know to just, if you're the kind of person who shares and is open, 
just do more of it because we need so much of it. Mm -hmm. Like we need so much of it and there will never be enough because there's so much other stuff trying to fight against that. So the, you know, you want to do your, your podcast, like you just did it and you're going for it and you continue, continue to bring these great people on to share. So whatever your little thing is or big thing is just keep sharing because you just don't ever know when, and I know that's cliche too, but it's the truth no, and it doesn't it. hurt to be repeated because you just yes. don't know when you're going to touch somebody's life. And sometimes you don't ever see it. I mean, that's happened to me too, where apparently someone, and I keep using the gym as a reference, but been in my class for three months and finally comes and tells me after that time period that they almost didn't come back or they were going to quit or they mm-hmm. never been in a gym before and they stayed because of the experience or the person next to them or whatever. So you don't know that yes. you're having that effect. So you can't live for that. Um, it feels good to get that. That mm-hmm. kind of reinforcement that you're doing a good job back, but you have to trust that you are yeah. because you're not always going to get that feedback back when you need it. Yeah. And then lo and behold, someone will come in and share with you like that, that made a big difference for them. And then that keeps you going like, yeah, people are listening. Yes. They're watching. Everyone's watching. People are paying attention. And then just to wrap it into business, I just, I'll Love just, it. and then we'll kind of close with that because you deal with all of us business women here too. That um, this new business that we're in, aside from the gym, is the first time that I really had to be out around people. I spent the first part of us uh, in a different business, and I was in the office the whole time. I never networked. I didn't deal with clients. I didn't sell anything. I don't know how I survived, actually, now that I think about it, at a desk for 20 years without people, but probably because yeah. I was teaching so much. At the gym, yeah. But one thing that I've just really enjoyed about being in business and how this has also kind of transferred over is so many women helped me feel better about stepping into this realm because they had been doing it for a while and I was so terrified about it. So I got that, what I've given to people in the gym, I was able to receive from other women who've been out doing it when I was terrified to do it. So that was a really cool feeling to like walk into Team Win or these other environments we've been in, meeting you and just having like like souls or people who've been through it or people who are struggling too, figuring it out together. Mm -hmm. So what I realized with our business is there's women in business all over the place. And some of them have their own business and it's just them. They do Mm -hmm. a spa or they have just, they're just an entrepreneur selling coaching Mm -hmm. or they work for a company, but they're still women in business. And I love men too, but you know, I don't really can't relate as well to them as I can Mm -hmm. my own struggles as a female in all these different environments. That um, being able to encourage women and help them keep going, whether it's through something we sell at work or just being around each other, Mm -hmm. like whether they use us or not, or whether we, you know, network in the same groups all the time, doesn't really matter. It's just like we're all kind of coming together. And I'm probably being more lifted up by other people because there's so much more experience out there than, than I've had. And then whenever I can interject, I do. Or But just the feeding, the, the energy that comes from all of those people doing it together, whether you've been in yeah. it a lot or not, makes a huge, makes, makes a huge difference. And so I just want to continue to help and be a part of that environment too because we're doing some cool stuff. And women have to help support their families. I mean, it's harder yeah. and harder to, to exist and, and make mm-hmm. it and – and then on top of it, find our passions and be happy about what we want, what we want to do. Yeah. So I think it's been a, a really fun way to figure out how to make business and being a female and your passions like all kind of blend together. And there's yeah. just so many of us out there figuring that out together that it's – I really have enjoyed that part of it as well. So it's um, great. And it's more fun to do. It is. With together. It really is. It really is. You don't feel – the same thing like everything else, right? You mm-hmm. don't feel alone. You, you don't yeah. – you feel like you belong. It goes right back to that whole like feeling like you belong thing. And I love, love, love what you said about sharing your story because the tagline for the podcast, she talks to people so you don't have to 
I added the for now. I love that. Because my hope is that, you know, I always say that listen to the podcast if you don't have time to meet someone for coffee or drinks or the thought of that is too, you know, I don't want to do that. Right. But you get to hear it. But it's that, like you said, you told your embarrassing story to me and Jeremy here in the studio (laughs) and then everyone (laughs) listening. But that's the kind of thing that if we were just having coffee, we would have had the same conversation, you know? Yeah, that's right. And um, and we we both would have went away feeling better. And that's Mm -hmm. the kind of thing like, yeah, you share that kind of stuff. But so many people feel like no one wants to hear that. But yet podcasts would not be popular. If that's people right. did not want to hear that's those exactly stories. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And it's that if you're not getting it in your daily life, I think that's why people go to podcasts, go to YouTube videos. Like, we're craving connection. But mm-hmm. And yes, if people can get it here, of course, I'm more than happy to oblige. But it's that I want people to have their own coffees and, you know, hangouts with people and, you know, whether it's friends, business colleagues, whatever, but to share just kind of that extra stuff mm-hmm. to, to build the connection. Couples that listen to the podcast together. Uh-huh. It's similar to the way we are just making the podcast Yeah. where I'll talk to Samantha about everything that happened here today mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, yeah, remember that story that where mm-hmm. she ripped her shins off <laughs> oh, the treadmill? <laughs> I'm still not over it. That's <laughs> 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 like Goonies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, that's you know, funny. we'll have a conversation about that, and right. it'll be interesting, and that's a time for us to connect. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It gives – you know what's funny? When he started listening to podcasts, he has like an hour commute now, mm. and he used to not. So he actually is the one who listens to podcasts. I don't really listen to any right. because I don't um, – I'm not in the car as much and usually with kids. But I started listening to the episodes he was listening to so that at the end of the day when he, he got home, we could him. talk about him because we were feeling like – Man, unless we watch a TV show together, we there's not a I lot know. of crossover if you're not in life together. And Which so- just seems like it makes complete sense when you actually take a minute and dissect it. Mm-hmm. But if you just stand like at a bird's eye view and look at it, like the, your instant thought is that, boy, that's ridiculous. You are, like are yeah. married and share the same life. Why would yeah. you not have things to talk about? It's me and my husband all day long. We work together. We're together all the time. Mm-hmm. And conversation-wise, yeah. I'm well, like, the- what do we really talk about? Nothing. Yeah, because right. then you're talking to each other. Just like coworkers, if you're just talking That's about right. work it's stuff. Like, or kid problems yep. or mm-hmm. money problems. There's like no – like this is like engaging yeah. conversation and it's it's about other people in the sense that like you get then go, well, I wonder where that really meant. Or can you believe the Umber yeah. Shorts story? Like you're not going to talk about the shorts. You might talk about right. – And it makes you think of in my life, what in, in my life have I self-sabotaged? Is there something that I did that I thought – you know, like yeah. that's for me kind of what I do. But here's the difference I think between like just living life with somebody – and what's going on here with the podcast is we have this window of time to actually sit down and it's purposefully having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't, but I, I don't, don't think do that we in have, marriage. you yeah. don't have time at work no. to t- have a conversation. You've, you've got to go do this. You've got to go do that. Right. You got to yeah. take care of this. I got to take care of that. And I don't think that there's a lot of people out there that purposefully take the time. Like you took three hours to think about what you were going to come mm-hmm. and talk about mm-hmm. on the podcast today. Right. I think that people probably in general need to take more time away from their phones and mm-hmm. away from the TV and away from everything mm-hmm. to just be with people. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Be with themselves first because yeah. we've gotten so technologically mutated, I think, that yeah. like mm-hmm. we've if you're as old as I am, you came up being with yourself because yeah. we didn't have all that stuff. So I played yeah. with sticks and mud pies and all that stuff with my kids. We didn't have phones right. and games. So we went yeah. to the park with a bag of Cheerios and I pushed them down the slide and all that stuff. Yeah. So you got to take some time, which was why this was so fun because I just kind of yeah. like the going back 50 days to yeah. countdown. I got to just go through 
me because you forget who you are sometimes. You're so busy doing all the other and being involved in everyone else's lives. And then from a marriage perspective, and this could be like a whole nother podcast for you guys. I love it. I mean, like it is so needed because, sure, I do believe some people outgrow each other, shouldn't be married. I don't believe in staying married for the kids. I don't believe in staying married just because you said it was forever. I just, I don't personally believe in that because I think that can be really toxic to two humans. Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, just to, to say you're doing it. Like that was the point The guy didn't mean it for for that. I don't believe just Mm -hmm. to say you stayed married, but you're miserable. You can't stand each other. Your kids are ruined because of it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But so many marriages can be better and be saved if they just had time. And I'm sure this happened to me last night. My husband doesn't listen to the podcast. So that's good. Don't y'all tell him either. In case this, goes <laughs> this is our secret, <laughs> y'all. But we, can, we can cut it out if you want. No, because I think it's important because maybe it'll inspire other people. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like with the two of you, and this may have helped it, yeah. that do you ever, like, Jeremy, do you ever start a conversation and it's like, let's just, I'm wearing this ring that, that you made. So let's say it's something that you made, right? Like a yeah. thing that you did. And yeah. you're like excited. It has nothing to do with work. It has to do with the kids. It's like something cool yeah. that you did. And you sit down and talk to Sam about it. And she's into it too. Or like the po- something with a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And for like five, ten minutes, you have the other person's attention. And, and, and you just, that feeling you get is like, almost like when you're in love and you're 17, yes. right? It's just like, oh. <gasps> They they love everything about me, and it's not you're not talking about the relationship. Yeah. You're talking about you, and there's this feeling that, that comes over, and then all of a sudden, a kid comes in, or worse, you like you turn to do the dishes, or he picks up the remote, and then it's kind of not abruptly ends, but it just doesn't yes. end. Like you're not finished. Yes. And the feeling, you want to hang on to that moment for so much longer because it brings you guys together in such a beautiful way. Yes. And you're like, oh, no, like, no. Because when you were a kid or young and in love, yes. you were probably out doing something. You were laying on a blanket on the grass or you were at yeah. the beach. Or- right. You were on the telephone yeah, for hours. five hours yes. at, at night. Asleep oh. And like, oh, yeah. Right. Because you, you just can't get off, get off the, the phone. phone. Oh. There is nothing more important. That's this right. conversation. Yes. And I do believe that that... And it's just silence sometimes. Yeah. yeah. At least for me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I got nothing to talk about, but right. I'm not I getting off the phone. phone. I right. just like... And like, don't you remember, like, someone would fall asleep. Sometimes you could hear the other person. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, are you asleep? And you get close to them. Are you asleep? Are you asleep? Oh, what? No, no, no. I'm here. <laughs> no, no, I'm here. No. Fine. Right. Oh, well, I remember when happens. Jeremy and I started... <laughs> when we started dating, we were long distance. At 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, exactly. 8 o'clock. Yeah. We would take the sh- our phones, like I remember showering and like having it on the um, sink. Yes. Because, you know, we were long distance. So like if we were getting ready for work, that was our only time to talk in the morning real quick. And then we couldn't talk all day. So it was like washing my hair, but trying to keep my head near the phone. Or if they if you hadn't called yet and they were going to call and you were in the shower, the phone came to oh. the long cord under the door. <laughs> yeah. That phone on. rang. You were getting out of that shower, shower. sweaty. I mean, soapy and wet yes. and picking up that phone. So funny. And so, like, that still lives in Mm -hmm. most of us, I think, that came. I don't know about the new people because maybe their brains are wired different now. They don't have that same sort of connection. Well, even if you think of generations before, it was the the love letters that we talked about with with Jen. Yeah. Where, like, I'm, you know, it's Saturday. I get a a love letter from my my distant love every week. Yeah. You know? And so I'm out at the mailbox waiting, waiting for it. Waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to read like today I went to the store and then we like the the silliest trivia things, but mm-hmm. it just brings you together so much. And so I just feel like this is so cool that you guys because you've told me mm-hmm. a couple and we haven't seen each other a lot yeah. since all this has started, but you yeah. told me that he was involved and ended up, you know, working out like it's yeah. more of a 
a three person thing because he doesn't yeah. hide behind the cloud. And I've heard you interject like you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I need to to hide behind the screen of the laptop and just mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> peer over. No, you have a wonderful energy, so it's not at oh, all good. like not at all like I didn't feel like oh there was a guy in the room and he's going to listen. Like I just felt like oh it's just we're hanging out in your living room, like mm-hmm. just chilling. So really, that Thanks. vibe that you put off is very Thanks. very cool, and it's it's actually for me kind of nice to have a man yeah. in there because it just adds another element i mean it's still got a little teary yeah. which is kind of like but that. you no, know like not. it just adds no. that <laughs> i bet he got a little teary too. you were you teared up because you were laughing so hard that i fell on that <laughs> no, that that part is oh, he he may have teared up i like teared oh. up from pain of like empathetic uh, yeah pain. i wrote a note uh have you ever have you ever tried have you do you water ski have you ever water no skied? i have not have you ever tried no so oh. typically when why. somebody's trying water Gosh. skiing for the first time, That's what happens, think right? of that. Yeah, they, they're holding fall. on and the boat's pulling and they just go face first over the skis. But they don't. Half the people never let, let go. go. So it's yeah, just Never let go. They're and they're just dragged. submarining and it's just, you can, <gasps> Waterboarding yeah, they're, all they're oh. getting a face full and their sinuses are full of lake water. And you're oh. like, let go. You're screaming yes. from the shore. Like, yes. Go. Yeah, I know. I'm sure that's what everybody was saying behind me that day. They had to be. Right. Like, they're like, she's something. There's something in us that just can't let go. That's right. That's right. Like you said, yeah. you, you were you were thinking, I'm sure, well, just let go, just let go, yeah. but you couldn't, I know, couldn't I do, do it. it. I can get back up. Because you it. wanted to get back oh, up onto so, this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and finish it. That's right. Yeah. That's There's right. so much in that story, man. There is so man. much in you that story. You need to like, unpack that whatever one. you want to yeah. train all on, you is, can use that. that I've never, a, all these years, Samantha, that, that side of it never came to me. Yeah. It was always that it was so bizarre that I was trying to get back up because that's so not my nature, like to continue to try to embarrass myself. It is my nature to get back up from a you know, life yeah. fall, but the let go part, I never thought of it. it yeah. I never thought of that side, which is just really important because that's the other half of our, our of our life, right? Yeah. It's like learning to get back up and yes. the other half is letting go. Letting go. That's no. about all there is. No let way. go and start over. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that's yeah. a whole nother, I'm going to, ooh. That is so good. That was really good. Well, I can't wait to come to that talk when you give it. Yeah, I, I know. I'm going to have, you're going to be up there beside me because oh, yes, that's the whole thing. Oh my gosh. That needs to be your next 20 minute presentation. Right. Yeah. I feel like there, there needs to be a cartoon of what actually happened, like running behind you. <laughs> yeah. The Jetson one with him just, <laughs> like, just yes. going on. You got to pull Oh my up. gosh. That's so good. Well, thank you so you are much. You're so welcome. Thank you're you for having me. You guys are the best. That's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.